in the dynasties. We are your hosts, Jolene and Ashley. If this is your first time here, we tell stories of women in ancient China and how they adapted to gender inequality. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Yin the Dynasties. On our last episode, we introduced the four beauties of ancient China. The first one is Yang Guifei, a noble consort who was caught in a love triangle with a Tang Dynasty emperor and his son. The public blamed her for the eventual fall of the empire and hung herself with a silk cord given to her from the emperor. And we have Si Shi. She was a woman with beauty and knowledge, and a spy gifted to the king of the Wu state as a scheme to bring the state down to its fall. Succeeding her mission, the king of the Wu state took his own life in refusal of surrender. The third one would be Wang Zhaojun. The Han Dynasty Emperor's concubine, gifted to a Xiongnu Emperor to improve both nations' diplomatic relations, Wang Zhaojun was the Empress of the Xiongnu Empire for two generations, creating a legacy. And lastly, we have Diao Chan. She's slightly different from our three beauties because she's a fictional character from the classical novel *Romance of the Three Kingdoms* or *Sun Guo Yan Yi*, and her story made the political tactic *The Beauty Traps* order. So for the last episode of KOTD, we asked, "Is beauty a sin or a blessing?" And one of them said that beauty is a blessing, and I do agree. Me too, I agree as well. Yeah, because if you use your beauty to your advantage, and I mean, of course, don't harm others, this is of course a blessing. And another listener said that empathize with Wang Zhaojun's story because, as an international student, they feel the pain of leaving their home country to study abroad. And I agree too, as an international student. Me too. So all of these women that we talked about in our last episode had something similar. They used their beauty and allure to climb up the social ladder and jumpstarted events that changed the history of their country. On this episode, we will be talking about powerful women in court. Wu Zetian. Over the four thousand years of Chinese history. Wu Zetian is the only female emperor that get to rule in her own will. She is a woman that killed almost ninety three people, which includes her own family members and the royal family, to get herself onto the throne. So, what horrible things did Wu Zetian do? Why did she have to get her hands dirty? When she entered the imperial palace, she was merely a naive, sweet fourteen year old lady in waiting. She wasn't even a high ranking concubine with power. How did she unwaveringly walk towards the throne, becoming China's first and only female emperor, creating a new dynasty? We will find out in this episode. Family, and unlike other young women at that time, her father educated her to learn how to read and write. And at the time, men were the only species <laughs> that was eligible to study and be an intellectual. And when she turned thirteen, she read lots of books and poetry, and she could even play music instruments. The country was also summoned to enter the imperial palace for service. And although she was beautiful, her beauty wasn't enough to make her a high-ranking concubine. At 14 years old, Wu Zetian was chosen as Tairen, lady in waiting for Tang Taizong's reign. And Tang Taizong was around 40 years old when Wu Zetian entered the imperial palace for service, and he gave her the name Wu Meiniang, meaning fair or beautiful lady. 
If you remember from episode two, a lady in waiting is a minor position, but also the highest ranking as a maid. With that said, the opportunities to interact with the emperor is very slim. So one of her duties in the imperial palace is to change the imperial bedsheets, and that was the only chance that she was able to meet Emperor Tang Taizong alone, because she had access to his bedroom. And when they were alone, Wu Zetian would talk to him about Chinese history and showed how unusually well-read and self-willed as a mere lady in waiting. And Tang Taizong was really impressed by her intellectual abilities, and he made her his secretary. And that was the start of them getting to know each other, and was also her start to be involved in state affairs. Even though Wu Zetian was an outspoken woman, Tang Kaizong preferred submissive and soft women, like all older men do, of course. And that's why she was never promoted to a high-ranking concubine, even until his death. And at the same time, Wu Zetian was secretly in a relationship with the emperor's son, who is the crown prince Gao Zong, who will eventually. Inherit his father's throne. When Emperor Taizong, which is the father, fell sick, Wu Zetian was serving him, and Gao Zong met her while visiting his father. During this time, the crown prince Gao Zong was entranced by Wu Zetian's beauty and intelligence. Wu Zetian was four years older than him and played the role of a mother figure, filling up the void for a mother's love. Since Gao Zong's mother passed away when he was a little boy. Or, as we learn from Sigmund Freud, the famous psychologist, Gao Zong had an Oedipus complex. It's basically an incestuous relationship, as Wu Zetian was the emperor's wife, so she was considered Gao Zong's stepmom. I、yeah. mean, I don't blame her for having a relationship in the imperial palace because you're never gonna get to see the emperor.、Mm-hmm. But if you know that the person that you're in love with is a prince or The son of the emperor. What would you do? I don't know, but keep in mind that this crown prince had a full-on wife and other concubines. Like both of them are MBA, married but available. <laughs> so technically, they cheated. Both of them cheated on their partners. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are cheaters. Cheaters. Okay. Anyways,、um, Emperor Taizong died in six hundred forty-nine. So since Wu Zetian didn't bear any sons for the emperor, following custom, she, along with other concubines of the late emperor, were sent to the monastery living as Buddhist nuns. It was a common practice after the death of the emperor, his concubines should not be passed to others, and they have to be a nun forever to maintain their chastity. When the new emperor Gao Zong inherited his father's throne, he was busy familiarizing himself with court matters and had no time at all for women. And Wu Zetian was slowly forgotten by him, until it was the first year of the late Emperor Taizong's death anniversary. The new emperor went to the temple to offer incense, and it was there that he met Wu Zetian, and the flame between them lit up once more. And he then promised his lover to bring her back to the imperial palace. Meanwhile, Empress Wang, the wife of Gao Zong, recently lost favor from him because she bore him no children. Gao Zong then started to pay more attention to concubine Xiao, that gave birth to a son and a daughter. Learning about Wu Zetian's existence, Empress Wang wanted to distract Gao Zong's attention from Xiao. She sent a letter to Wu saying that she had successfully persuaded Gao Zong to bring her back to the palace. She also encouraged Wu to secretly stop shaving her hair and start grow out her hair. So she was the one that. 
brought an extra enemy back to her palace so they could fight? I don't think she thought Wu Zetian was an enemy. At that time, she was just using her as a pawn to bring her back into the imperial palace wow. and distract the emperor. So, so her strategy is to use Wu Zetian as an ally to defeat concubine Xiao. Yeah, with her being a widow with low ranking in the society, the empress can basically kick her out of the game if she doesn't cooperate and she's not someone threatening. Damn. But I think this is dumb because yeah, because eventually it harms her. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> uh, technically you're just adding another enemy. Yeah, and she didn't know that her husband actually liked Wu Zetian. So she's helping her husband. And her husband didn't even ask for it. <laughs> Empress Wang, you dumbass. <laughs> and so now, Gao Zong had an excuse. And he eventually found a way to release Wu Zetian from the monastery within a year of his father's passing. And Wu Zetian was highly praised by Empress Wang to distract Gao Zong's attention from concubine Xiao. But she then got plenty of opportunities to serve the emperor and bore him two sons at the age of 29 and 31. Wow. So within three to four years, she went from a servant to an attendant and then a consort. And the emperor even gave her a new name, which is Chen Fei. Because traditionally, there was only three or four four, four. four available spots. Mm-hmm. But he created a fifth one, an extra special one, just for his lover. Yeah, that's true love. Yeah, she had a special place in his heart. Mm-hmm. But that was also when Empress Wang realized that this powerful woman, Wu Zetian, is out of control. She wasn't that easy to um, manipulate. She then changed her game plan and formed an alliance with her ex-enemy, which is concubine Xiao. (laughs) In this game plan, I only see Empress Wang fooling herself. That's true, because she thought Xiao Xiao Fei was the rivalry. Mm -hmm. So she brought in a seemingly naive woman to distract the emperor. But then she realized that this woman was actually more cunning or more beautiful than Xiao. So now she has to partner up with her enemy to defeat the woman that she just recently brought in. Yeah. (laughs) And seeing this as a chance to regain power in the inner palace, Wu Zetian and Empress Wang fought to gain the Empress' favor and doting love. In 654, Wu Zetian gave birth to a baby girl who unfortunately died soon after. History records suggested that Empress Wang may have been involved with this baby girl's death. Hmm, juicy. However, historians also found it possible that Wu Zetian was the one that smothered her own daughter and framed Empress Wang, who was the last person who helped her. That's very cunning. That's the juicy story. Would you use your own daughter to stabilize your position in the Imperial Palace? Guys, it is a newborn baby girl. And you... She's a princess. Yeah, and she carried her baby for nine months and gave birth to her without any medication. No, nothing. She had a very strong will. Is that a mother love? (laughs) Okay, this is just like what historians said, but we don't know. They may be biased. We're not sure about that. But... There is a possibility, because she wanted to take, um, she wanted to replace Empress Wang eventually. So a year later, Wu Zetian accused Empress Wang again of using witchcraft, which ultimately led to Gao Zong stripping her of her queenship. 
and in 655, she became the Empress of the Tang Dynasty. Her life was so interesting, and it actually became an inspiration for many popular fiction. There are so many movies and TV series based about her and her life. Movies like Detective D and The Mystery of the Phantom Flame. She was portrayed by the Hong Kong actress Karina Lau or Lao Galing. And she was also portrayed by Chinese actress Fan Bingbing in the TV series The Empress of China or Wu Zetian Chuanqi. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you're too lazy to watch the period Chinese dramas but are interested to learn the storyline, we recommend listening to the podcast Chasing Dramas by Katty and Karen. They break down the story for you, and there's even an English transcript for you to follow. After becoming the empress, she killed her enemy, Wang, and concubine Xiao by chopping off their limbs and letting them drown into wine so they could continue their drunken dreams of defeating her in their afterlife. That is very evil. And keep in mind, we would never know the story of her murdering her newborn baby daughter. It's true or not. Wu Zetian had always been portrayed as an evil, ruthless, and cunning woman. However, she is a woman who took the position of a traditional man and threatened the Confucius patriarchal system and upset the nature of yin and yang. We would never know if um, the historians or the people in ancient times were biased or not. As an empress with high intelligence, she actually helped Gaozong a lot, especially managing state affairs. In today's world, we would say that Gaozong was considered a man far more progressive than society's standard back then. Wu Zetian was permitted to give offerings to the gods beside Gaozong in the temples, and they even discussed court matters together in their private quarters. This is true love, yeah. because remember that women should be uneducated, women should not interfere with state affairs, but Gaozong trusts her so much that they would do it together. And she didn't just think that she was a woman. She just thought of her as his lover, someone who could be trusted, someone who's smart and independent, mm -hmm. and share his responsibilities as king with her. Yeah. I think it's also very daring of um, Emperor Gaozong to like, give so much freedom to Wu Zetian because as an emperor, you have to stay neutral. You cannot bias with anyone because you don't know who would harm you. Like the spies we talk about, like Xi Shi, they may harm you. And Emperor Gaozong trusting Wu Zetian so much that they would discuss state affairs and give up solution together to help improve the nation and the dynasty, I think is a really beautiful thing. Me too. And not only that, I think the reason why Wu Zetian, we see her slowly climbing and gaining control and power, it's because I think his love for her was real, that even though his court officials, the people, are complaining and criticizing that a woman shouldn't be allowed in court, mm -hmm. he protected her with whole love, and he allowed her to discuss court matters with her, him. Yeah. And... 
thanks to the father of Wu Zetian that encouraged her to study and made her believe that、um, gender should be equal. There's no. There's no shit like men should do all this and women should not. I guess because of all this、um, thinking, she had confidence in herself. And I also think she was incredibly lucky to have two strong and supportive men being by her side to encourage her and take on matters that she was capable of, and not shutting her down just because she was a woman. However, however, good times don't last long. It was around this time that Emperor Gaozong's headaches and vision loss became more and more prominent, much like his late father. His symptoms resembled those of high blood pressure. He also began sharing court matters more and more and offloading duties to his well-educated empress. During court sessions, Wu Zetian assisted her husband behind a screen as women weren't allowed in court, more so facilitating a court session. Court officials weren't sure that a fragile woman like Wu Zetian had the guts and brain to digest important matters regarding the well-being of people and policies among other nations. But despite that, she wielded incredible power on court. Traditionally, when a woman is reigning behind the curtains, she was supposed to whisper. However, Wu Zetian commanded the room eloquently. To protect her position as a capable woman on court, she had to be strategic and ruthless. On top of handling court matters, she managed the lives of her children. All in all, Wu Zetian gave birth to six children: two daughters and four sons. In 675, her eldest son, with Emperor Gaozong Li Hong, died suddenly. It was rumored that Wu Zetian poisoned her own son as she saw him as a threat to her throne. If it is true that Wu Zetian poisoned his her own son, Because he was a threat, I think it's because、um, at that time I read that Li Hong was a very smart, intelligent, kind, nice, and nice person, like his father. Yeah, like his father, and people like the citizens love him. So that could be the only reason. However, I don't think it's possible, at least for me, because I read that Li Hong died when、mm-hmm. he was out with his parents, which is the Empress and Gaozong. Okay, but another thing is like if she could kill her newborn baby. How hard is it for her to kill another son? But、so. at the same time, we don't know if these are true or not because、yeah. people see her as a threat. So historians might change the real events that happened、mm-hmm. to make it seem like it was biased against her. It's for you to decide. In 674, Gaozong took the title Tianhuang, which means Emperor of Heaven, and Wu Zetian changed her own to Tianhou, Empress of Heaven. They ruled as divine monarchs until Gaozong's death in 683. Wow, they've been through thick and thin, and I think that this is true love. Do you think it's true? Yeah, I because, think it's true too. Yeah, because throughout this time,、uh, Wu Zetian did not ever try to harm Gaozong.、Mm-hmm. Not、Nor、that we know. Not that we know of.、Mm-hmm. Nor did Gaozong was in love or had other affairs with concubines or. Other imperial palace ladies. Yeah, I also really like the fact that he trusted his wife a lot, which normally an an emperor is always paranoid of things. And he would have eyes and would use the eunuchs、yeah. as his CCTVs, basically, or reporters, security cameras. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and I think the only people that Wu Zetian really did harm, based on history records, 
were the previous empress or the concubine because they were trying to just take her down. Yeah. Would you say that she's an evil person or do you just say that it's like just a rule of survival? In I would say that she's necessarily evil. Mm-hmm. For her to exist in the imperial palace and for her to live comfortably, she had to take away people who saw her as a threat. And I don't think that's unjustifiable. I don't think that's crazy. It's what she had to do to stay in the palace. And she wasn't trying to particularly harm the emperor or take his throne outright. She was assisting him. She was discussing court matters with him. I think she was a helpful assistant. I think so too. Thank you for Ashley's answer. And that is our question of the day. Do you think that Wu Zetian is an evil person? The first option is yes, because no one should do harm to others. The next option is no, because it is part of the rule of survival in the inner palace. And the third option is, and like others, if you have any other opinion, let us know why. Comment down below your answer at Yin the Dynasties on Instagram or on our Spotify page. Okay, let's go back to the story. When Gaozong died, she continued ruling through her sons behind the curtains. The next successor after Li Hong's death was her third eldest son, Zhongzong, and he had a wife, Lady Wei, and she was someone similar to Wu Zetian. She was hungry for power and kept interfering with Zhongzong's affair. Wu Zetian saw this and couldn't tolerate with Zhongzong and his wife as they weren't obeying her dictate, and therefore she accused them of treason and exiled them. And the next next successor was Ruizong, the youngest son who was like a puppet to her. She grounded him in the inner palace and found out that Ruizong is also a disappointment. With all of her useless sons dead, banished, and gone, Wu Zetian seized this chance to renounce Ruizong and became the emperor of Tang Dynasty. She kicked out all of the men in her family and sat on the throne herself. She made it. She made it. After going through hoops and hoops. She's a strong woman. She is. And also an evil one, of course. <laughs> Did you think initially when she came into the Imperial Palace, she had the idea of sitting on the throne? I don't think so. I think something triggered her. But she made it. And this is not the end of the story. Even though she was a monarch, everyone wanted to pull her down from the throne. After all, she was just a woman in court filled with men. How did she manage to secure and maintain her throne? Was it with cruelty or with just? And most importantly, how did her reign forever alter the course of China's future? We will find out in the next episode. 奴婢先行告退